I'm Jennifer Campbell. I'm Karen Corgan. And I'm Kelsey Litchfield. Welcome to the Girls Talk Ag Podcast, brought to you by the Global Ag Network. This podcast is where we plow through the manure online and discuss what's currently going on in agriculture. From the good stuff to the rough stuff, we may not always be politically correct, but we're definitely honest. Hey guys, we're back and um, it's a one-on-one with yeah. Kelsey. One on one, a one on one quickie. <laughs> so yeah, that I don't know. We might want to cut that. We, could, we could just end the episode right there. <laughs> yeah, we're done. Uh, and that's I all we have. Kelsey's face turn red. So there you go. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, my face matches my hair. I was so I'm in Ohio right now, and um, I'm surrounded by red. Literally, like I, we've got a lot of Buckeye fans surrounding me and I'm a proud Illini fan. And when they announced that the Big Ten football season was canceled for this Ooh. upcoming, I, there was an earthquake. Yeah. I felt it. All the OSU fans. Yeah. That's <laughs> I probably, mean, I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm not a big, uh, fo- uh, not football, but I'm just not a big sports fan, but I, I can imagine that sent a, a a, a quick uh, trimmer through the mm-hmm. through everyone. Yeah, and you know Illinois doesn't have the best football team. I'm actually looking forward to basketball season. So if basketball season gets canceled, then yes, I will be very pissed um, because two of our best players are coming back instead of going to the NBA. So, so, so I don't know. So they've only canceled football so football far. for Big Ten and. Pac-12, I believe, like the SEC, the Big 12. Um, I'm not familiar with all the conferences. They're still on, but they're hoping that they'll cancel too. And that'll be really awkward if they don't. So, yeah. What, um, so have they canceled all fall sports? For the Big 10, yes. For the I Big believe. 10. Wow. I, I don't yes. know what other fall sports there are. Volleyball. Um, I don't know if cross country. I know high schools fall sports better than I do college. College sometimes they're a little bit wonky, like they don't mm-hmm. fall where their high school sports season does. But definitely volleyball. Illinois has a good volleyball team or has in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely volleyball. I don't know about golf or soccer. I don't know any about that. But yeah. you know, you said your daughter was in college. I couldn't imagine being in college right now. I'd be so upset if I was in college right now because. You know, college, you, part of the experience is being on campus, being with your friends. I was in a sorority house full of 50 girls. And so I couldn't imagine, like, just trying to do online. And we have a good family friend that right now he's trying to decide whether to go to U of I or go somewhere else. Because, you know, if they're just going to be all online classes, people ask, how do you justify that? Paying that so much money just to do online classes. I couldn't agree more. Um Emmy Lou it will be a junior, is a junior here at Ball State, and um, and she's got two things going on. Um, she's an elementary ed, so um, three of her five classes are now online. So not only are we paying um, board rent, you know, from mm-hmm. her apartment all year, um, but we're paying tuition for in-person classes that we're not getting. So we got that going on, but then she's got, she's an elementary ed and those classes, your junior year start to be more in person um, mm-hmm. and in elementary schools uh, with actually working with the kids. And so 
of course, you know, schools are locking down now too, so she can't do that. So yeah, I think those, there's going to be some majors get hit really hard. Um, you're either going to have kids falling a year behind mm -hmm. um, on their education, or they're not going to get that component that they need. Yeah, um, that's, that's so true. I, I'm in a family surrounded by teachers. My older sister's a teacher. Oh, yeah. my, my mom was a, is a retired teacher. Um, so is my mom. That's all they talk about. And at one point I was like, can you guys please talk about something else? Oh, yeah. I, my <laughs> mom was a teacher. Emmy wants to be a teacher. And my sister-in-law is an elementary school counselor. And it's like, oh, you got to stop talking. Mm -hmm. because that's a, They get very into that. I suppose yes. it's like talking to farmers, though, because that's all farmers talk Probably. about. Probably. So. You know, and that's been on the thing on Twitter. Um, since I'm in Ohio, I wasn't back in Illinois, um, West Central Illinois, and they had that Mm. Derecho, Dereco, I don't know how it's pronounced. Anyone can help remember. me. I can't remember either. Chris pronounced it and I, I don't even know if it, yeah. I never even yeah. heard of it. Had you heard of it? I, I took a severe weather class at U of I and it sounds kind of familiar, but um, shame on me for not paying more attention. <laughs> in class, I've I never guess. ever heard of one of those, but it, it got pretty bad there. You no, know, I know when it bows like that, that means some strong winds. I do know that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Iowa got hit pretty hard. There was an area in Iowa that was already in drought conditions. Um, and um, a lot like 12, then they got hit with the rain um, like 08. So, I mean, mm -hmm. they got double whammied. Um, it was bad. Yeah. Um, I think I heard yesterday that um, it's actually going to hurt the national yield. So, really? I hadn't heard uh, that yet. Um, and, of course, we're recording today. I don't even know what today is. Is today Wednesday? Yes. Yes. When, we're recording Wednesday, what, August 10th? 12th. 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 God, I don't even know what day it is, but today, but the report comes out today at noon, oh. so. Can it react that quickly? That's a good question. I don't know, but that, it, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Um, that, that's an interesting question. Yeah, I'd like to know where our, where our resident market analyst is. <laughs> that um, actually would be a really good uh, podcast. Yeah, because you that. No because doubt. things things can happen pretty quickly overnight, like reactions, you know, just yeah. in general. The market does all the time. So, but like for things like that, I don't, I don't know. So, if you're listening and you and you know, tweet at us because we're kind of curious to know if. Um, or if you want to be a guest and talk. Oh, about that too. We'll, yeah, we'll have you oh. on. So if we're going to talk about virtual stuff, what we're going to talk about today is yes. all the virtual fairs and how people are coping with that. And you yeah. actually get firsthand. Mm -hmm. you, you, so tell everybody what you're doing. Yeah. So this, this um, happened pretty quickly, but so when we did a podcast episode, was it early June? And we kind of talked about the virtual fairs and things like that, but we really didn't know what was all going to happen. Well, fast forward two months later, we kind of have a better handle of what all has happened. So I have the opportunity to work for Walton Webcasting, which you had mentioned yeah. in one of our episodes, which was um, broadcasting your county fair. Is that correct? Yes. Um, so they were looking for some part-time help and I love going to livestock shows. I don't have a like 
ton of experience showing log stock. I did goats and 4-H for two years. Um, <laughs> but I love going to the shows. I love seeing the kids, their faces light up when they get the champion reserve, or even when they win their class or division, whatever it is. I love seeing their faces, all that hard work. But yeah, so I am producing. So I've done some camera work producing. And currently, right now, like I said, I'm in Ohio. And a lion eye is surrounded by Buckeyes. I don't think I'm going to quite get over that yet. So I'm going to say it every chance I get. Uh, but we have the purebred barrows starting today. So they have like a week-long pig show. They've done goats, sheep, cattle, and they've all, all the different species have been separate. So no overlapping. And so is this a county fair? It's, it's taking, kind of taking place of their state fair. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I believe you had to be under 21, kind of like 4-H, I think, guidelines. Um, but you had to be under 21, either be a 4-H or FFA. I didn't read into the fine print, but it's a junior show. Um, and I, I, I've been to my fair share of livestock shows this summer, and I can say without a doubt what people can do when they volunteer and step up and give these kids a show. So there's people where you have to wear a mask, which is a-okay in my book. If that's what we got to do to make it happen, we'll make it happen. Social distancing. Um, these kids can, the exhibitors can have one person ringside. So either to help them fit or just prep for the show. And then, um, and then you can have only so many people in the barn as well. So they have a lot of restriction place in order for this to happen. Um, and then since general spectators aren't allowed, they have Walton come in and broadcast. And Walton, boy, their business has just exploded for okay, sure. So, yeah, that's so, so is that where you came in? Their business exploded? Yeah, yeah. They just started mm -hmm. hiring extra yep. help. So we yep. have a we have a family friend who does their sales and marketing, Rhonda Flack. Um, oh. And I had actually seen her um, when our county was, was going to do a show. Um, I had seen her and she had just been to, um, out in Des Moines for NSR. And she was talking about all this stuff. I'm like, that sounds awesome. Cause I have um, a communications video background. I said, I'd love to help. And I miss traveling so much. Yeah. Um, so that it just kind of happened within a week span. Grant, who's one of the owners at Walton, they're great and they're doing so much work. And I really commend the Walton team for trying to be um, at these shows and allowing people. I've seen the comments of people saying, I'm so glad you're there. I wouldn't be able to see my grandkids show or, um, and even people that are at the shows, they're watching the broadcast too, because they can't be in the ring while other divisions or classes are going on. So Walton, in my opinion, has really hit a gold mine. Um, yeah, they have. It'll be interesting to see how, honestly, this business plays out over the next yeah. couple of years. Mm -hmm. If we get the COVID thing under control, I think they're still going to be, um, I think it's, it's going to really take yeah. off. I mean, I know they've been doing it for a while, but it's, it's, it's really help stuff out. So my experience with them was, um, and I am not on our county fair board or 4-H council anymore, but they were able to pull this together so that our county fair, they brought Walton webcasting in. And I believe, and someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe what we did, um, it was, it was expensive. Don't, don't, uh, you know, when you look into it, you're going to get a little bit of price shock, but 
but I'm going to tell you for us, it was worth it in this occasion. Mm -hmm. They decided to take all the 4-H premium money instead of giving it to the 4-Hers, uh, bring in Walton webcasting to mm -hmm. show these shows so that the kids had an, not only an opportunity to show, but people could watch them. The yeah. family members and their supporters, these 4-H supporters that really love these kids and put time and effort into it. Mm -hmm. They took that 4-H premium money and instead of giving it to the kids for their 4-H projects that we do every year, brought in Walton webcasting. Mm -hmm. um, and we had so many comments saying, uh, just people across the United States with family scattered was like, it was so amazing to get to watch our 4 h show because yeah. um, not only could people in town watch it that weren't allowed to go to the non-existent fair this year, but um, family and friends from across the United States got to watch these kids show that normally don't. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, well, I and any, anyone could tune in to watch it. It's well, yeah. Yeah, so you go, just go to waltwebcasting.com, I believe is their website, and um, even if you aren't familiar with the livestock or livestock show realm, um, anyone can go in and watch it, and I think that's a huge opportunity for agriculture for people to come in and really experience a show that maybe never went to one or have been to one, or maybe even like younger kids that look up to the yeah, older want, kids for showing. Yeah, get into it, or... Um kids in cities who don't have the experience that want to know. I think it's amazing. Like if you go to their website, correct me if I'm wrong, it pretty much lists their live shows going on that day yeah. and the time and the direct link to it. Mm -hmm. And then they have a calendar full of upcoming. So you can see yeah. the rest of the upcoming shows here in August and beyond. But I know it's pretty busy through the end of September, at least, because I think everyone that canceled the show, they worked quickly around and they're trying to put these shows into August and September now that were supposed to be maybe earlier or mm -hmm. state fairs that got canceled that are supposed to be right now. They're trying to do it then. They're trying to do it now in one way, shape or form. Um, but it's been, it's been such a cool opportunity given the current times. But then I also think you're kind of alluding to this earlier. I think virtual will always be a component component going forward. It will never replace the in-person shows, but I always think that now going forward, there can always be a virtual component to grow the audience of those shows. I think it's funny what COVID had de has done because we've always been a very um, evolving into this technological era but um, it, it almost seems to me like it's gone a hundredfold really fast since this COVID thing happened. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I always thought we were technological and now suddenly we're like, I want to see people. Yeah. Well, and the funny thing about it is too, when you force people to um, like, you know, we're always a technological people that we use our phones and computers but when you force us to do it then we want to go the opposite direction and try to be with people oh, yeah. in person you, have you yeah. seen that have oh you yeah seen that? Um, yeah people were like oh we can use our computers and then suddenly they said okay stay home and use your computer and people were like what about that personal touch yeah exactly it's like exactly exactly yeah you know the one thing i've kind of observed going to these livestock shows is um, you know, 
the handshake. That's the biggest thing I've kind of realized oh. about going to these livestock shows. You're not supposed to shake the hand of the judge. You know, I've kind of seen some elbows or some bumps, elbows. Yeah. Uh, but they, they said, please don't, you know, please don't shake hands. And the, the, the FFA person in me was just like, Ugh, like you, that's it just is. a traditional thing is to shake the hands of the person. Yeah. Um, that you just did business with or that just chose a champion or things like that. And, and it's been kind of um, interesting to watch every winner automatically goes in for it. And then they're like, oh, shoot, wait, I can't do that. So it shows that these kids know what they're supposed to it's do. It's part of the experience. I mean, it, it genuinely comes naturally to those kids, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you talked about seeing um, their eyes light up and the looks on their faces. I think the yeah. masks have really taken away from mm -hmm. that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for this for this show if you're showing inside the ring you don't have to wear a mask unless you really want to but like if you're out if you're not currently showing you need to have a mask on but i agree because that just takes away the facial expression and it does um, and we had some kids at our county fair who who really stuck to the mask rule i'm going to tell you honestly my son did not he had one in his pocket and he said he was going to put it on and he said um as he started walking in with his calf he said i i forgot i got in the moment and i forgot Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's cool. I mean, I think the thing was, was especially at our county fair was have it with you. If a calf gets loose or you, you, you suddenly see that there's lots of people in the ring, yeah. stick it on. And, mm -hmm. and new extension, that was a rule they made. Mm -hmm. um, so you are producing. Producing. So I'm the person behind the computer that's choosing which camera shot to put in, making sure the lower thirds of the graphic at the bottom of your screen is up to date with the classes and things like that. So more of a That's not an easy job. I watched the guy at our county fair do that. And he, it, because um, part of that is when you're not local, um, those kids, those mm -hmm. names don't, mm -hmm. you know, like they'll say, I'm trying to think at our county fair what the judge would say, you know, he'd slap a calf and, and you'd be like, if you're not local, you're like, who is that? Who is that? Yeah, and this, this, I'm thankful for the numbers, for their, their numbers that they have on, because then I can locate it pretty quickly and go to the sheet and see oh, what it is. We but don't the numbers. But that's when the, here. that's when the commentators come in hand, handy too. So um, usually each show they have some kind of local people doing the commentating and uh, there's some real personalities. I love listening to those people and they just talk about um, the pedigrees and things like that and I just love listening to them because it makes my job a lot interesting but I have to focus too at the same time um, I can't I can't let my brain wander off for too long because by by that time they picked the fourth overall and it's sometimes it's usually just a wave so I have yeah. to yeah. watch pretty closely um so you guys Walton Webcasting brings in your producers you bring in all yeah. the equipment too right yep. Yep, yep. And um, then you, um, someone, whoever, whoever hires Walton Webcasting then finds a local commentator is, mm -hmm. is how we did yeah, it. Yeah, they probably work with the show committee chair to find those people. Right. And so I did our county fair beef show for Walton Webcasting. I commentated it and I laughed that they asked me. Uh, I only got one complaint. Um, it was the... The same day we had the show was uh, Emmy Lou's 21st birthday, and I said the word alcohol. Oh. And so a local got very upset with me. Oh. But I'm like, whatever. 
you know, you got to have, you got to have nothing to do to pick on one word. Right, so. right, right, right. And that's, it was a lot more fun than I thought it was going to yeah. be. Yeah. And usually it is like, I think sometimes those things make people nervous because just the well, thought of terrible. live television or something yeah. live, um, you can't take back what you've said. Uh, but you know, I, that's there's a lot of things I've observed but I think that's my biggest point to people right now is the webcasting I love doing being live but I want people to keep in mind if your show is being live stream you are on camera whether you are in the show ring or not and um no, that's good advice. yeah and unfortunately I think there's been people that forget that and they get I know you're gonna get angry um if something doesn't go your your way um, maybe, maybe the weights off of a hog or something yeah. and you get angry. Just, I think that's my biggest thing to people is remember you're still on camera. Someone's always watching too. That's actually really good advice. It's kind of funny because I said, um, I said to the guy running the cameras, I said, um, now, uh, do we have the five second nip slip delay? Mm -hmm you know, mm -hmm. Janet Jackson. And right, 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 right. Mm -hmm. Okay. And he's like, no, but we are on the web. So you have like a 10 second delay there for to start running. If you say something you shouldn't have. And I mm -hmm. said, well, okay. <laughs> I know, start running. In my radio days, they had a button you press when you had to cough. So it didn't go into the microphone. I'm like, I need one of those. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what I said to the guy. He kept, he kept having to kind of poke me in or turn my microphone down if I'd start gossiping to uh, my daughter who was helping me he'd be like your mic is on like, <laughs> yeah that's one thing with the commentators I like here this is the general rule with me if your headsets are on your mics are hot so right. that means that they're loud and even if you move the microphone up I can still hear everything that you're saying so just set the headset down if you want the volume <laughs> to <turn> down <laughs> Yeah, I didn't learn that till like halfway through the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, for someone that's never been like with in the realm of like, you know, I'm um, just media and things like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> those microphones pick up everything. <laughs> so, but no, it's been so much fun to do this. And, you know, I'm so glad that people are finding ways still to do live shock shows. So there's a couple virtual shows, you know, whether they're just submitting videos or whether they're actually having a show with restrictions and then we're broadcasting it. So I'm, I'm glad there's been a couple different avenues for kids to show their livestock. Now, I don't know. There have been, is Walton doing the virtual? Uh, they did a show yeah, like where they're, where they're pulling in the uh, kids mm -hmm. doing the, the things at home and then putting yeah. together the shows. They did a virtual cyber stock show, I believe. And okay. maybe a couple different others, but there's been that too. Um, and and I, they, guys, Walton Webcasting is pulling those videos in and putting them together, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. They have a team doing all that. Yep. Yeah, they are. They're business. They've been a big business, actually, um, because I, I really enjoy, I think you guys do a great job production-wise. So mm -hmm. half off to you for that. Yeah. Um, I love the fact that you do local commentators. Uh, because they know the kids, they know the names, and it's a little more personal. Mm -hmm. um, I think you guys have done a great job, and I'm very excited that you get to do it. Yeah, me too. You know, this is only my second show, so I'm still learning the ropes, but they've got a great team, 
um, great setup and I'm excited to see what more they can do in the future. Like from a person that does marketing stuff, they really found their niche that they could just be so explosive on and really help the industry in some way, shape or form. So, so um, I think it's cool for you that you get to do the two things you love, like yeah. things, agriculture and communications media. Yeah. Right. Together. Right. Right. Yeah. I had to quit my um, other job. So I was working for a ch local chamber of commerce because it's just, I couldn't travel and do both of those at the same oh, time. Which, so you're not doing the chamber anymore. No, nope, I, I turned in my two weeks um, a couple weeks ago and uh, actually last Wednesday was my last day there. And that was bittersweet because that got me out of agriculture for a little while, but I really wanted to come back in um, one way, so, shape or form. Let's focus on you a little bit because okay. you haven't done that. Um, so you were working for the chamber, but you, um, and you're, and I truly apologize for this because I can't explain it right. So I'm gonna let you do it. You're also took into another company, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so the, the summer season has been a whirlwind. Uh, I guess you could say. So um, since October of 18, I was working for the chamber. And in that time, I had my own business as well. So I called it Kelsey Litchfield Creative. I know how creative of me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it really shows my well, skills now, there. You put all your creative into <laughs> your clients. Right, 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 right. So um, I was doing that. And actually, um, right before that, so backtracking a little bit more, um, I had worked for Colleen Callahan. She, um, so she's currently the director of the Illinois Department of Natural Resources. When she took that appointment, um, her consulting company took a hiatus, which I was interning for. So then I went and focused on my own business more of doing social media management, photography, videography, that avenue. So then last fall, um, we decided, myself and Deanna Thomas, who's a good friend and colleague of mine, we decided to head up Colleen's consulting business while she's off at DNR. That's her full-time focus. Um, we have taken over her consulting business. So my own business has um, kind of jumped a little bit. And now that I am, we calling ourselves associate partners. I don't know really what we call it, but we're running Colleen's consulting business now. And actually we just got done last, last week, we did a, um, media training for national corn growers association. So that was really fun. Um, and this is a, uh, ad or sale by the way, but you know, just the, just, it's been very heartwarming to see, um, people kind of not getting back to normal, but those communication pieces are still the same, no matter if there's a pandemic or not. So, um, that's true. And actually they can become more important because yes. I, I think for me, everything's online now and you're getting a lot greater exposure to people that might not have spent as much time online. Right. Right. And I think the pandemic has shown, um, Mark and communications is needed now more than ever. And I'll be, I'll be very honest. Marketing communications is usually the first thing to get slashed in a budget. And yeah. I always try to argue it should be one of the last things to get slashed because without a foundation of marketing, yep. um, your business can't do its ultimate thing, which is either sell a product or a service or whatever. Yep. I agree. Um, so that's, it's been, it's been quite the summer of changes and things like that. But, you know, I just encourage people, if you see a door and even if you don't think you're prepared for it or ready for it, go through it and just learn along the way. Um, 
that's the best. And so, uh, so you're two, the, they're working together very well because yeah. most mm -hmm. of what you do for the other company, you can do while you're like right now, yeah. you're in a hotel waiting right. to do Walton webcasting and we're doing this. Right. And you can advertise as much as you want because <laughs> this is your podcast. So yeah. you don't even have to pay. Hire me. <laughs> You just get to advertise. Yep. Um, so, which means the other thing, you need to leave both those links for Walton Webcasting. Yes, and, I will. And and, and um, your promotions over on Girls Talk Ag, yep. Twitter, yep. and we can Facebook. We Put can do that. Up. Yep. So I'm just I'm just so thankful that you know even two years ago I never imagined being in this. Uh, position now but like you know with the podcast and doing everything I truly am on that path I posted on Instagram the other day I'm, I I truly value freedom so being able to work anywhere um, anytime it's, awesome, isn't it? like you're it's in so hotel, awesome I'm in a college apartment yep um, and, and we're still getting to talk to people that we yep. love about things that we love it, it I think I was made for the computer era because um, I am an introvert, mm -hmm. big time. And here mm -hmm. I am, I'm literally sitting in my pajamas on a couch, um, talking about everything I love. Mm -hmm. And I don't have to be around people. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That, exactly. You I know, but that put a bra on or clean clothes. I'm just I actually took a shower before this because we got the show later on. But otherwise yeah. I'd probably be in my pajamas too. Yeah. So but that's that's just the glory glory I was gonna say gloriness I don't even know if that's a word but you know that's Made just a word that's just the best thing about this and um I'm super bummed we couldn't have Karen on the podcast today um she is she's, overwhelmed yep isn't she? send her good vibes send good vibes for yep. sure Between towards her two little kids go trying to go back to school and and yep. um her trying to get her classes together for college yep. uh, that she teaches and um, do the agronomy thing. Yep. Deep breath, Karen, deep breath. Deep breaths and we're always here. Yeah, and, for sure. And may, who knows who we'll have on next time. I'm, I really liked your idea at the beginning, so maybe I'll- I do too. I think we that. need to look into that. It will be fascinating to see if, if the market and the report um, had that fast to turn around reacted reacted yes, that quickly. Very, yeah, yeah i'm gonna be looking i'm gonna be looking for that today while i'm at the show to see what i can find but here's to what's next i'm not sure i was thinking the other day harvest is almost here people are getting ready and prepped for that so hopefully i can <coughs> home to do some harvest this fall um and hopefully we'll have a good crop i had heard actually i attended one of karen's um seminars a couple weeks back um, yes, for her business that. And she and they had talked about that the crop this year was going average in the nationally average in the top five ever. Yeah. And I'm kind of curious now if that's still going to be the case. But it's kind of funny because not over yet. Uh, no, it's not. And Iowa got hit really hard. But um, I kind of gauge how the crop is doing by how often I have to mow the grass because that <laughs> that kind of tells me yeah. how rain's falling. And this is the most I have ever mowed the grass in August, probably in my life. And see, I think my mom told me last night it's slowing. So my dad has a commercial lawn mowing business and it's slowing down just a little bit for them. Really? So, Man, my yard every three to four days is just ragged. Yeah. 
Um, we've been very blessed with rain. Um, so okay well we'll see what august and september holds for us i guess yeah so you have fun at the show today thanks and um great morning one-on-one yeah well did, maybe we should do these more often someone sits in the host chair and someone sits in the guest chair there you go so we will wrap this up and um check out walton webcasting which yep. is waltonwebcasting.com dot com yes and if I'm pretty, I'm like 99% that's positive, but check in the show notes just or in the links and yeah. it'll be linked there too. And we'll, uh, I think we ought to go ahead and pop that up on, um, our Facebook page. Yeah. Definitely. So that people know you're doing a show today and maybe when you get the show up, you could pop that link in as well. Yeah. Yep. All right. Everybody All have right. a good day. Thanks. Kelsey. Yep. We'll see you. Bye. Right. Bye. Thanks for hanging out with us. Join us next time for another episode of Girls Talk Ag. And if you can't wait until then, connect with us on Twitter.